0: Welcome to the Create Your Shape podcast. I'm Jenny, the nutritionist, and I'll be teaching you the strategy, structure, and science to build muscle and decrease body fat, specifically for ladies who work out. Hello, friends. Having macro friendly options really makes building your shape so much more sustainable. I'm going to share exactly what that means, why we would want foods more macro friendly. If we need to eat clean 24 7, in a few of my favorite macro friendly options. They actually came in handy this past week when I was in Florida to see my parents for the holidays. In while I was there, my dad was complaining about all of his aches and pains, and he finally admitted that his lifestyle and nutrition, which is very different than mine, is contributing to it. He also said as he was struggling to open a bottle of wine because of his arthritis in his knuckle, yeah, you know, they say people think money is the most important thing to strive for, but you have nothing if you don't have your health. That hit home on so many levels, but really made me pump for the ladies that I'm working with because yes, We're making you look good naked, but we're changing the trajectory of your health for years and years to come. It got me excited for what I'm implementing this year with Create Your Shape, but let's get started with understanding how to use macro-friendly foods. So macro-friendly foods allow you to have more flexibility with enjoying life, the food options that you can eat in the entire process of building your shape. Typically, we think of foods as good or bad. Vegetables, good. Chips, bad. And while there's some truth to this, this way of thinking doesn't fully serve us in reaching our goals. It leads to this all-or-nothing thinking that we have to eat perfectly to see changes. Most of my ladies can eat perfectly in the short term or if the conditions are right. But in the long term, life will happen. Humanness will happen. What about when you don't feel like eating perfect for the 50th day in a row, or you're exhausted from work and all of the other things that you do, or you just crave something else, or when you travel and don't have options? And then if you make a, quote, bad decision... During those times, you think, well, that's it, I've ruined it, I'm off my plan now, and then you go back to how you lived your life before you ate perfectly. While you were eating perfectly, you may have seen some changes, but it wasn't sustainable, so then you go back to what you are doing before – this is why ladies' yo-yo diet, and it's why they think they need to be more accountable, but really, it's just their understanding of food, and part of that is knowing how to use macro-friendly foods. First, I have to make clear that I'm all about having 80-90% to 90% real foods. Some may consider this clean eating, but I define real foods as something that can be pulled from the ground, trees, fresh fruits fruit, veggies, complex carbs, mixed nuts, and fresh meats, fish, and so on. We know this is better for us because of the additional micronutrients you get from the food and the impacts it has on our blood sugars and liver and all of that. Eating real foods is so important for longevity, overall health, and it does impact the ability to change our shapes in the long term. But here are my two issues with eating perfectly clean 100% of the time. Number one, for most, it's not realistic to eat perfect 24-7 and causes us to think in the all-or-nothing mindset, which doesn't support long-term goals or short-term goals because number two, to change our shapes, quantity and consistency are going to be more important than quality. So the amount of calories and macros you consume on average will be more important than how healthy the food is. This holds true in the short run for the purpose of changing our shape. Now, will eating cleaner foods help you change your shape faster? Yes, absolutely. However, I'd much rather my ladies eat eighty to ninety percent real foods for four full months versus attempting to be perfect hundred percent the time and end up yo-yoing between eating perfectly one week and then being way off every other week because they can't sustain it with life. So 80 to 90% of the time, you're eating real foods. And then within the remaining 10 to 20% is for your convenient snacks, your on-the-go options, toppings, or other substitutes and treats and drinks. Now, you can actually do the math for 80 to 90% in that 10 to 20%, but that's a whole different topic. Now, let's focus on that 10 to 20% of non perfect real foods because you have some options. Option one, you have the original option of that typical snack or treat. By original, I mean the first way it came out or the most common or most popular form. For example, it's maybe Ben and Jerry's for ice cream. Or maybe for potato chips, it's the Lay's chips that you typically see. So that's option one, have the typical or standard brand. Or you have option two, the macro-friendly version of the original. So for ice cream, instead of Ben & Jerry's, they now have options like Halo Top. Or instead of your standard Lay's chips, they now have baked chips. Or instead of your standard yogurt... It may be a Greek yogurt like the brand Faye or Too Good. So, what makes something macro friendly? It's definitely context specific, but in general, a macro friendly option is an alternative that has more favorable macros than the original. Typically, it is also higher quality ingredients too. Chomps is another great example. They're a new brand of beef jerky and they're made with grass fed beef in, they don't have any sugar. So when you compare that to your typical beef jerky, that's definitely more macro-friendly. Epic is another good macro-friendly beef jerky brand too. If you think about each macro, since it's hardest to get protein in, generally if something has more protein in it than normal, it tends to be more macro-friendly. Then, Since generally more processed foods have more low quality ingredients like sugar and butters and oils added to them, processed foods typically are higher in carbs and fats. So vice versa, macro-friendly options tend to have less carbs and less fats in them than the normal options too. Let me give you a few scenarios and examples where macro-friendly options could be used. First, let's say you're going to get wings. Before, you may have thought wings are bad, and if you have them, you're off your plan. Many would either say, I'm completely off my targets and call that a wash, or say no to going out to dinner or restrict themselves. But let's really break this down. First, you need a certain amount of calories and macros anyway, so you still need to eat a certain amount of calories and a certain amount of food. The problem just may be that the wings are higher in fat because of all the oil and potentially higher in carbs if they're breaded um, than you can afford in your daily macro allowance or make sense of having it. A serving of regular wings has anywhere between 40 to 60 grams of fat in them and most of my ladies have targets around 75 grams of fat. So that would make it very difficult to eat for the rest of the day since most of their fat would be taken up by these wings. So you can see how that just, they may not be able to justify that. Now, if we can think about how we can make wings work, seeing it through the lens of macro-friendly options, it gives you a range to work with between those two options of either throwing the day away or not going to get wings at all. Choosing a macro-friendly option does not mean it's a perfect option, but it may just be a better alternative. So if I needed to bring down the carbs and fats in the wings, what could I do? For the carbs, I could get them naked instead of breaded. Less bread, less carbs, and this naturally also increases the quality by removing the gluten and refined flour too. Then, how would I bring down the fat? get them baked instead of deep-fried in oil. This decreases the amount of oil and therefore fat, but it also increases the quality because you won't be getting all of the oxidized stress from the oils cooked at those high temperatures. This would also improve digestion and motility since the fat, all of that fat in one meal could take a long time for your digestion system to process too. So a macro-friendly option for wings could be getting them naked and baked. You could still hit your macros and feel better afterwards, so that's a great option. Another example is a margarita. Normally they have so much sugar in them and therefore a lot of carbs in them, so I'll typically order a more macro-friendly option, which is a skinny margarita that doesn't have added sugar or other syrups added to it. Now I can have the same drink with 30 less grams of carbs and 30 less grams of sugar. So I feel so much better drinking it afterwards too. And then I could also indoor, I could fit in more drinks too. So it all depends how you want to use it. Another example is Chai Tea Latte. At most places, they have a pre-mix box from this brand called Tazo T-A-Z-O. It has about 30 grams of sugar per serving just for one cup. That's the one they have at Starbucks too. I love chai tea, but I do not want to get 30 grams of carbs from it. I would rather have more like fueling in higher quality options for my carbs. So instead I order a tea bag of normal chai tea and then I add steamed sugar-free almond milk to it. Now that it has zero grams of sugar for my chai tea latte, I can fit it in and have it way more often. So it gives me the joy of getting it more often and then also still serving my goals of having higher quality food and hitting my targets. So you can see how this makes a huge difference when it comes to building your shape and living your life. So many people say, I want to eat normal, but honestly... I don't compared to what I see what normal people look like in terms of their health too. But there are so many options that are normal-ish but still align with goals because they are more macro-friendly. This is how you see people travel the world like us and still go on dinner dates, meet up with friends and family, have wings like I did with my parents over the holidays, and not eat perfectly but still make progress. Now, I'm speaking mostly about processed foods here because that's when I find this to be the most beneficial, but there are many times where you want to consider this for real foods too. For example, if you struggle to hit your protein goal, quinoa and chickpeas may be a more macro friendly carb source for you because they are still carbs, but they are carbs that are higher in protein. Or, for some of my ladies who are eating a lot of carbs now and are struggling to eat enough carbs, they may want a carb option that is denser for the volume, like rice compared to potatoes. One more example of when this may be beneficial is when you're in a calorie deficit and you're wanting to eat more food. You'd want more voluminous food that's less dense something that fills your plate more but doesn't cost you as many calories or carbs. In that case, veggies would be a more macro-friendly option than rice. So you can see how macro-friendly is context-specific because it depends on your macro goals and what is the friendlier option to meet them. However, today we're focused on that 10 to 20% of processed foods and how we can make those work better for us. So let's recap so you can start adding more macro-friendly options to your lifestyle and be more directional doing so. Number one, 80 to 90% of your food should be real, but that 10 to 20% of non-real foods will go so much further with macro-friendly options. Number two, there are macro-friendly alternatives for every quote bad food at a restaurant, sauces, and things that come in a package, drinks, treats, etc. Think of all of your processed foods that you like and write them down. Number three, think of what you could Alter in the recipe or ingredients. This may be context specific based on your goals, but typically it's going to be removing sugar and oils or having a higher concentration of protein. Things like that would be more beneficial for most in terms of macros. Number four, for recipes, you can play around with the adjustments at home. I may use coconut flour instead of regular flour. When eating out, there will be chains that are more macro-friendly, like Asian restaurants, sushi, Middle Eastern, and Mediterranean, or you can make special requests while you're at the restaurant. For box foods, condiments, sauces, or processed foods, I check the nutrition labels at the grocery store. Typically, every option of food is going to be in the same spot, so I'll choose five options and check all of their nutrition labels to compare. This is also when it's helpful to go to a more macro-friendly and health-conscious grocery store like Whole Foods, Sprouts, maybe even Trader Joe's, Wegmans, and other nicer grocery stores because they're going to have more macro-friendly options. This does take time to read through the nutrition labels and compare, but once you know what you're looking for, it's a lot easier. And it's also why I have my ladies understand the nutrition labels. All you have to do is find it once and then you know that's your go-to option for that item. I'm gonna leave you with a few of my favorite macro-friendly options for you to check out. So for tortilla shells, chips, queso, really anything under the Mexican cuisine, I use the Siete brand. Siete is the name of the brand. For chocolate chips, I recently just discovered Lily's baking chips. For Greek yogurt, I really like the Too Good brand or Faye. Then rice cakes in general, I just think are always a great macro-friendly option. And then for sauces, I love the brand Primal Kitchen. They have it at pretty much all grocery stores now, but especially their ketchup, their mayo, and their chipotle, they're all without added sugar and other more favorable ingredients. So Primal Kitchen is another good one. Keto Cups, they are a great macro-friendly alternative compared to Reese's Cups. Lakanto Maple Syrup is another more macro-friendly option. Smart Sweets is a great brand for sweets like Swedish Fish and Gummy Bears. Zevia Sodas are also a better option than your typical sodas. Dave's Killer Bread is another favorite brand. Rice Check Cereal, that's another great brand. There are so many more, but I just wanted to give you a few. Happy macro-friendly searching and shopping, and I'll see you next week on the Create Your Shape podcast. Hey, if you work out and want to look like you work out, then you need to be in the Create Your Shape program. Learn more and get started at jennythenutritionist.com slash create dash your dash shape. You can also follow me on Instagram for more content at Jenny the nutritionist.